Okay. Inappropriate Earl in the house. 24 hours. Actually, uh, a little less than uh, 24 hours after the super fight between Conor McGregor, the notorious one, and Floyd Money Mayweather. Uh, thought I'd do a quick solo episode on my thoughts on the fight. And uh, my initial thoughts are you know, it's a better fight than I think anyone thought it would be. But I think everyone wins in this fight. You know, for those of you who live under a rock, uh, Floyd, Maywe Floyd Mayweather uh, had a technical knockout in round number 10. And uh, so that's the straight result of the fight. But I really think everyone wins in this fight. I think the boxing world wins because they can now claim the title that we are better than MMA in a boxing match. Um, and I think the MMA world, specifically the UFC, which is a $4 billion company that William Morris Endeavor owns, uh, can say, hey, our guy who'd never had a professional boxing fight ever took the arguably the greatest fighter of all time to 10 rounds and won straight up the first three rounds. Um, and I think the fans won. I think it was a great fight. Uh, or, I don't know, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't say great fight, but I think it was a fight that was entertaining. It had some storylines in it. Um, you know, I think going into round four, even I was like, oh shit, McGregor could win this. And then little by little, I think... Mayweather started to turn it up and won, in my opinion, every round after round three. So, uh, you know, I, I look at this, it's funny, like a seven to three baseball game. Kind of close, but not really. I mean, the reality is, I think that the fight wasn't that close. Um, and I could maybe even make an argument for Mayweather in round number three. You know, uh, I think the surprising thing is. He only threw 12 punches in the first two rounds. So he had brilliant strategy. I mean, was basically he knew that Conor McGregor, uh, coming from the UFC, had only fought uh, the maximum uh, a few times of five rounds. And it's like he let McGregor punch himself out, essentially. And you could tell about maybe halfway through the fifth round. McGregor wasn't moving quite as much. Um, and he's still a very dangerous puncher. You know, that uh, right hand is uh, deadly. Um, you know, he always has a puncher's chance against anybody in the UFC or boxing. Uh, but little by little, you start to see Mayweather turn on the boxing skills. And, uh, you know, I, I said this before the fight, you know, Mayweather's 50% of his fights have ended in knockout. So, you know, he's got punching power. He just doesn't choose to fight like that. You know, he reminds me kind of of this uh, NHL fighter from the past, Donald Brashear. You know, Donald Brashear was, you know, six foot two, six three, two 240 pounds. Clearly, he was an incredibly strong dude, but his fighting style was very frustrating for fans 
because he would pretty much just grab you and hug you and just throw little body shots. He didn't throw like the sexy knockout shots, but he was very capable of knocking you out. And I think that's the same thing with Mayweather. You know, he's capable of having these super exciting fights and, and knockout power, but he just chooses to be more defensive. And, uh, you know, I, I think the boxing world and, and probably Mayweather and Mayweather's team were a little surprised, frankly, at how good a boxer or an amateur that McGregor was. He showed great footwork, great foot movement. The way he would switch stances and throw a punch at the same time was something I'd never really seen before. So I think that probably took Mayweather an extra round or so to get used to that. Um, and, you know, it's weird. I remember a UFC fight couple years ago between Alistair Overeem and Brock Lesnar and Brock Lesnar won a lot of his uh, I think UFC fights by sheer intimidation I mean he's just this mountain of a man and uh, Overeem is too and I'll never forget when uh, Overeem came into the ring he stood right in the center of the ring and you could tell he was staring Lesnar down saying this is my fucking cage buddy this isn't a wrestling event and I noticed in the uh, stare down uh, right before the fight, for the first time ever, I saw a little bit of, I wouldn't say scared, but a little bit of uh, trepidation in McGregor's eyes. And he wasn't talking as much shit as he usually was. And Mayweather was like, I don't know if he was blowing him kisses, but he was, he, he was making this really weird movement with his mouth like he was a guppy fish. And that had to unnerve, uh, you know, McGregor for a little bit. I mean, you could probably tell at some point during that stare down, McGregor was like, all right, I might have bit off a little more than I can chew here. But, you know, to take on a guy and Floyd Mayweather, who's arguably the best fighter of all time, I know you'll get Muhammad Ali fans and Mike Tyson fans and, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard fans and Oscar De La Hoya fans say, no, no, we don't know about that. But the bottom line is he's 50-0 and 0 and really has not been in a losing situation too many times. Now, are his fights boring? To a degree. He fights defensively. And that's the kind of argument I think you have to make uh, if you're him. You know, does he exist? to make an idiot like me who's shelling out a hundred bucks for last night entertained and excited or does he exist to win and win in the safest way possible i could certainly say if i was a boxer i don't know if i would just you know fight like say you know hearns and Hagler did or, or ron lyle and george foreman and just say fuck it no defense i'm gonna take shots you're gonna take shots I mean, you look at the one fight, uh, or actually both fights, uh, Mike Tyson had with uh, Donovan Razor Ruddock, just two huge dudes throwing concussion shots at uh, each other the whole time. Um, so it, it, I guess it depends on what kind of, what side of the fence you uh, are on, you know, in, in terms of if Mayweather's one of the greats or, or not. I think he is. I mean, 50 and 0 is 50 and 0. It's like seeing a popular musician like Katy Perry or Taylor Swift and you hear like 
hardcore fans of music go, oh, they suck. That's not music. But you know what? When you're selling out arenas every night and you know selling millions of records in this day and age, uh, you don't suck. You might not like their style, but you know, I don't like a lot of rap. But I don't say Run DMC sucks. You know, when you're making records successful ones for thirty years. Same thing with Kiss. You know, Kiss been around almost fifty years now. You don't suck and be around for fifty years. You might not like them, and that's fine. Just like you might not like Mayweather's style. Um, it's like that UFC guy uh, Gaethje. Uh, he he's a maniac. I mean, he throws no defense out there. He basically sticks his chin out there and says, "You hit my chin because I'm going to hit yours." And uh, you know, he's the coach uh, along with Eddie Alvarez on uh, the upcoming season of The Ultimate Fighter, which will be fun to watch. I mean, that that'll be a great fight if neither one gets injured uh, before they fight, which happens a lot in MMA. Because I don't think a lot of people realize in MMA, you know, to get out of a chokehold, you have to be put in one. And that's where a lot of injuries happen. And, you know, to practice, you know, being in guard, you have to have some guy on top or a girl on top of you hitting you. And that's where a lot of injuries happen in MMA. Um, I mean, I think boxing's a little safer practice-wise. You've got the headgear on and, you know, you, you know... The punches are coming. That was uh, my dog Lois barking, by the way. She's a little fired up last night. By the way, uh, yesterday was National Dog Day. So uh, August 26th. I'm sure Michael Vick hates that day. It's so weird. Anytime Michael Vick's on TV, my dog Lois looks at him and like, you motherfucker, you killed some of my friends. Uh, but that's another podcast. But getting back to the uh, McGregor-Mayweather fight, uh, you know, I think uh, Mayweather's retiring now, and he really has nothing to prove. You got to give him this, whether you like the guy or not. And, you know, I know he has some uh, spousal abuse problems from his past. You know, when I analyze a sporting event, I don't go into the players or boxers, you know, whatever sport we're talking about. I don't go into their personal life. If O.J. Simpson was signed to the L.A. Raiders, which is not out of the realm or the Vegas Raiders, wherever the hell. I can't keep up with all the teams moving to L.A. Maybe we could get all 32 teams to relocate to L.A. and we'd get a fucking good team. Jesus Christ, the Rams and Chargers blow ass. I mean, you know it's bad when the Chargers aren't selling out the StubHub Center or wherever the hell they're playing. It's 29,000 people. I mean, you know, just round up all the Mexicans Trump wants to deport and put them there. Just give them a Charger, give them Philip Rivers jerseys. They won't know who the hell he is. Uh, have Sheriff Joe do the coin toss. That place will scatter quicker than Carl Lewis out of the closet. Uh, so Mayweather retires, you know, greatest of all time, in my opinion. Um, even though I'm a heavyweight guy, I, I don't even know who the hell's fighting in the heavyweight division anymore. I mean, now that my beloved uh, Klitschko brothers have gone, I think there's uh, Deontay Wilder and that guy Johnson, and then, uh, I don't know, 10 black dudes. Uh, so who looks like, uh, you know, some of those guys look like Bob Sapp on the set of Big Stan. Go check out that movie. It's a good Rob Schneider movie. Um, so, you know, and then you got Conor McGregor. I mean, you know, I think he's so competitive that he'll want to go uh, and try boxing again. But I don't really know if there's a a fight out there for him. I mean, you know, let's be honest. You know, when you really analyze the fight, you know, the, the fight wasn't that close i mean 
you know, it was closer than people thought because I think the bar was set so low for McGregor that he surpassed it big time. You know, it's like when Trump gives a speech, the, the bar is below the ground. And I, I think that's pretty much the case here because I think everyone thought Mayweather would knock him out or embarrass him inside of two or three rounds. And, you know, like I said, once those first three rounds were over, he, even me and my two friends who watched it with me were like, we all three kind of got up on the edge of our seats and was like, wow, this is a fight. But uh, it really was brilliant strategy by Mayweather. Just let him tire him out. N not necessarily rope-a-dope strategy, but, uh, you know, for some reason, and maybe they had intel, uh, it didn't seem like Mayweather was uh, scared of McGregor's power. And when you look at uh, McGregor's power in the UFC, uh, you know, he knocked out Jose Aldo, who hadn't lost in 10 years in 13 seconds. You know, he clowned Eddie Alvarez several times and knocked down Diaz several times with almost jabs, which goes back to, you know, I think it was uh, ex-Strike Force. Uh, I think he found the UFC a few times. KJ Noons, he said, you know, this, is, this fight is going to be like watching... Um, a racquetball player go up against a tennis player. And it's really the perfect analogy. Um, you know, I mean, Conor McGregor has tremendous power in MMA punching, but in you know, boxing, boxing, uh, you know, Mayweather just seemed anyway on the surface to not have any concern uh, for McGregor's punching power. And uh, that had to be like a mental mind fuck for McGregor because he's used to guys... You know, McGregor in the UFC almost has like that Mike Tyson, uh, you know, intimidation factor. You know, we all remember that one Mike Tyson fight where Michael Spinks was walking to the ring and he literally looked like he was shitting in his pants. And I don't blame him, by the way. I do not blame him. But uh, it had to mess with McGregor's head that Floyd didn't shy away. He almost charged him the whole fight which is the complete opposite of floyd mayweather and how he fights he's a counter puncher um and it had to unnerve uh mcgregor that this counter puncher very defensive fighter was at least for mayweather very aggressive constantly moving forward and basically looking at him saying your punches don't affect me bro and so much of fighting uh, and really sports in general is intimidation um, you know, in which I think is the downfall of, especially in boxing and in, in the UFC, you know, you look at like in boxing, I think Tyson's downfall wasn't really just the Buster Douglas fight, but it was the two fights he had with Razor Ruddick because Razor Ruddick was really the first person other than maybe Mike Weaver, uh, to not only take some of Tyson's best punches, but punch him back too. I mean, no one had really ever gone after Tyson. Um, and I think Mayweather kind of going after McGregor, you know, it had to mess with McGregor mentally. Uh, and he mentioned it before. Uh, another great thing about Mayweather is his composure. You know, you look at uh, McGregor in the MMA world, you know, he gets guys off their game. Um, you know, you look at Eddie Alvarez, you know, great wrestler. Um, but for whatever reason, I think McGregor, shit talked him so much that his ego said i'm gonna stand right in front of you and i'm gonna punch i'm gonna punch your fucking face off and that's just what mcgregor wanted and i think the whole build up to this fight was exactly that i think it was mcgregor trying to lure 
uh, Mayweather into a slugfest. And I think when he kind of got that to a degree, it messed with McGregor's head. Um, but McGregor's future is very bright. I mean, he, he'll go back to the UFC and still be the best boxing MMA fighter by far. I mean, no one can touch McGregor in the UFC in terms of his boxing skills because it's his accuracy, it's his angles, his foot movements are like on par with almost any boxer I've ever seen. And, you know, I mentioned his accuracy. You know, last night was the first time I'd ever seen McGregor miss. And that goes to the credit of Mayweather. He might be 40 years old, he might be slower. He might be five years past his prime, but he's got the brains still. And his boxing IQ was just higher than McGregor's. Uh, I mean, McGregor's got a very high MMA boxing IQ. Um, but, you know, kudos to Conor McGregor. I mean, he did better than anyone else on the earth could have done against the best boxer of all time. And, you know, now in terms of what's for him, May I mean, Mayweather's retired. I don't think a rematch between those two would generate much interest. Um, you know, I guess he'll go back to the UFC. Uh, I don't know how he's going to do that. I mean, it's hard. You just literally made $100 million fighting Mayweather. You're going to go at UFC 220 and fight Tony Ferguson for $3 million? I just, I don't know how he's going to do that. Or Khabib, uh, you know, you're going to go over to Russia and fight him for $10 million? I mean, not the $10 million small money, but it ain't $100 million. So I don't know how he goes back to the UFC, to be honest with you. I mean, he's a competitor, and he wants to fight the best, and you have to give him that. He loves combat. So in that regard, I could see him going back to the UFC. But I just, uh, man, I, I mean, he might have even made over $100 million in this fight. This is probably the biggest pay-per-view of all time and the most expensive pay-per-view of all time, $100. And yes, I paid for it. I didn't do any illegal feeds. Thank you very much, Showtime. I'm a member of the Showtime family. I'm dying up here. Thank you. I didn't get a discount. Paid the full price through DirecTV. Thank you, Mauro Ranallo. Thank you, Showtime. Let's get I'm dying up here season two, baby. I mean, I got the jellies coming out on Adult Swim, but Daddy, you know, Daddy needs that cheddar. Uh, so that's my thoughts on the fight. You know, like I said, I think it was a, it was worth a hundred dollars. A couple good undercard fights too. I didn't know one one fighter on any of the uh, undercards, but I thought it was a entertaining night. Me and my two friends had a very fun time watching it. Uh, you know, shout out to Floyd Mayweather for an amazing career. Um, you know, I'm a heavyweight guy, but you know, hey, you didn't lose, and that actions speak louder than words. And you know, McGregor, I think, uh, did very well to represent uh, not just the UFC, but MMA in general. Because on the flip side, and this is a fight that no one really remembers, you know, there's been one cross fight before, and that was a couple of years ago at UFC in Boston when James Toney um, fought Randy Couture. And although James Toney was long past his prime, and you might argue Couture was as well, so I guess in that sense it was even, um, you know, I thought James Tony was going to win that fight. And I think I talked about this on the prediction podcast. You know, in my head, I thought, okay, Couture is going to come in for a single or a double, which he did, came in for a single. And, uh, well, he, he might have come in for a double, but he got a single. And I thought Tony 
with his incredible boxing IQ and timing, would just time it and uppercut Couture into the next pay-per-view. Unfortunately, he missed, and Couture took him down. And you could tell James Tony did little to no MMA training on the ground, uh, if at any MMA training at all, and gave up pretty fast afterwards. So he did not represent the world of boxing very well. And, uh, you know, it, it, my thoughts on McGregor taking on uh, Mayweather, you know, I think I said on the prediction podcast, uh, Mayweather would win in 12-round decision. Uh, you know, it'd be, I think it would be the same if uh, Mayweather fought McGregor in an MMA battle. I think McGregor would beat him. He'd probably, uh, you know, get him down on the ground and, and beat the shit out of him. So uh, I would like to see more boxers, you know, you know, I think it took a lot of balls from McGregor uh, to do this. I, I would like to see more boxers come into the octagon. And at least, you know, it, it's fair that way. Uh, you know, I mean, James Tony did it. It was not pretty. But, you know, I think they picked a guy who probably needed the money and he probably had the attitude, fuck it. I'll just try and go for the bomb shot when he comes in. And if he gets it, if he gets a single or a double, I'm fucked. And I'll just give up. So uh, that kind of sucked. But, uh, and James Tony was a great fighter. Um, you know, 10 years ago or 10 years before that fight, if they would have fought, you'd have a prime James Tony, a prime couture. Maybe he hits that punch, but he did not. So, uh, you know, it opens up the door, though. I mean, there's not too many uh, mixed fights that I want to see. I mean, I don't think, like, you know, I think, you know, the most exciting mixed fights, you know, in terms of boxing and MMA would probably be in the heavyweight division. But I think boxer, I think heavyweight boxers would smoke UFC heavyweights. Like, you know, I mean, Fabricio Verdum is an amazing MMA fighter, but he's, you know, probably got slightly above average boxing skills. I mean, Deontay Wilder would kill him. It just as Verdum uh, would kill him in an MMA bout, probably. So, I, you know, I'd like to see them do one fight, you know, like I'd like to see mixed fights where, you know, say Verdum takes on, uh, you know, Deontay Wilder in the boxing ring, and then maybe a couple months later, the UFC, whatever, pay-per-view, you may uh, Wilder come and do an MMA fight, uh, you know, where Verdum can put him down, do jiu-jitsu, and, you know, do spinning elbows or that wacky fucking Superman kick he does at the beginning of every fight. I think that's fair. I don't think it's just fair for... You know, I mean, UFC MMA fighters in general will always be behind in boxing skills against a legit boxer. So I think the boxers should come into their world uh, every now and then as well. So uh, that's been the uh, recap podcast for uh, Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather. It was a great fight. Thank you to both guys. And uh, tomorrow, Monday, the 28th, I will have Stephen Guarino from I'm Dying Up Here will be out. So please enjoy these podcasts, share on Facebook and Twitter and SoundCloud, iTunes, however you listen. I do appreciate you guys all listening. And uh, Tuesday, we have Lucas Hurl, the newest paid regular from the Comedy Store, coming on. And I believe next Friday, if nothing uh, gets in the way, uh, the great Joey Urell from uh, Roast Battle and a uh, very funny comic just released his comedy album coming on. So we got a lot of episodes coming up for you guys to listen to. So Earl Skakel. Inappropriate Earl. That is all. 